Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This Yes, as as forgive me. Uh, the system sometimes can, and I always tell you guys, if you hear a moment silent, just know that I'm logging back in. The system, maybe I've been knocked out. And I will say, as I always say, that when words are being spoken that bring out truth, a lot of people want to shut you down. So we'll go to five. Black men is feared by other men. Other white men, of course, they're feared by the world. Six, being feared causes for a downfall for the black man. That means he's singled out, murdered by each other, incarcerated, dehumanized, and raped by the system. And on twice of that, that's where we get into the role of a black woman today. The role of a black woman today, and I know I'm not going to be really get reviews on this, but I want you to understand because I stand with you and trying to cure our ills. One, the black female role today is to hold the family down, regardless through whatever she endeavors is to hold it down and keep things together. Two, also, to the black woman's role in society's eyes is to help in the emasculation of the black man's brother. Three, we also, we assist in dehumanizing the black man by stripping in his character. In a system where black man goes to jail for district attorney charges and child support and loses his life and things of that nature, I had to come to terms with, you know, in making of a child. And when I wrote in the in the context of the title, we need to be able to be honest and to be responsible for our own actions as each individual person, black woman, black man, whatever nationality you are, you have to represent in that as 50% responsible for enduring and bringing children in the world. That is what's being overshadowed. Number four. We are unconnectable with the black man. Number five. And then we hate on others who fill the shoes that we cannot fit. And last but not least, what kills us all is that we talk a lot of shit about it. I tended to think and I did a little bit of research about inmates and the women that visit them in prison and how the mentality of that woman has. <clears throat> it's a ride-or-die kind of love that women who 
take out their time to support a man behind bars. It does. It takes, it takes a lot of endurance, a lot of resilience, and a lot of patience, and a lot of love. And I thought, being that I always stood, that I would never, ever support a man in jail. That was, that was my idea. That was my thought that I could not hold it down like that. But then after doing a little bit of soul searching or researching, I kind of understand that woman. That black woman or whatever woman that stands by you in jail is a ride or die sister. She's one that there is you of. And she must be glorified in that, as in the sense that she has the idea we are supposed to support each other we are supposed to not only see each other as kings and queens, as some of these babbling, self-righteous folks say that we are. We are these kings and queens. That's what we truly are and what we stand to be. But the only way that we are to be assured that we are these kings and queens is that we have to believe it ourselves. That means When I see my sister out there on the street, I see a woman walking in pure gold, dripping off the ground. I see her in her highest light, and that's how she should see me. When I see my black man out there walking, I'm supposed to see him in the highest of light. I should see that king walking as though not to pass my lips itself, but to be in my actions. I should see him with all the the integrified existence that he represents, his gentleman-likeness, and everything about him, I should see him in the prime of being a king. I don't care if he's standing on the side of the wall drinking out of a 40 ounce. He's still my king. The reason why I say this is that I take real serious understanding that as long as we tend to give back feedback and horrible feedback about them, there will always be someone to give us kudos. And then when we remark to them that they tend to find women of other races to marry, we must understand that if all that we have said and done to them is negative and that when we bore children which got them in a system that got them twisted and all the other mistakes that they had to take the full blood brought of it, you know, yes, we have to raise them. But they have to go to jail for them. They have to give up all their money to them. Just taking out of the black community. It's crippling the black community. That's what it's doing. That's why you cannot have an economic system where there is those kinds of behaviors. I'm on a whole different, another different level. Some days, you know, some people say that I'm crazy in the way that I think. I always think in the mindset of us growing. We don't always have to be down. And then when we get down, we get back up. I've gotten up so many times. I could fall tomorrow, but I'll get back up again. The idea 
that we are to speak in the negative on them needs to stop. And that also means to, you know, a good friend of mine told me last night, and this is going to be in respect to women, he made mention to me that hip-hop era changed the view of black women by the words that they said about bitches and hoes and so forth. And I had explained to him that, you know, I never took it personal when Snoop Dogg said bitches better have my, whatever the case that they say, I never took it personal. Because he'd never been with me, so he ain't talking about me, so I didn't take it personal. I looked at it from that standpoint. But he said, and he made me alert and realize, too, that all the songs in which that we have been depicted as these types of ladies, bitches, and Compton and holes and carrying out, all of that that we danced and boogie to, not only gave us the impression and the characteristics of the songs that we were dancing to as an approval, but it also added to the stigma and the stereotypical way of black women. That caused such a great alarm to me. I said, well, hey. So in other words, yes, I guess that would make plenty good sense that yes, if in fact that I got down and I boogie for a bitch better have my money or, you know, whatever the case, the song may be, that made it seem as though that I accept it and that I agree with it and that it's okay to call me that. I'm so sorry to say that, yes, that made plenty of sense. Send that shout out there to Willie on that one. He was absolutely correct. I don't know if it was just allowing. I don't know. I, I won't just say it was hip-hop as much as that, yes, they started saying it. Yes, they started displaying it. Yes, they threw it out there. I don't want to blame them. But then it's though that we should have seen the setup coming all along. Now, I guess it would be quite different if it were the vice versa and rappers and singers coming out, you know, talking about other races of different women and that kind of matter. It would have probably been an issue. But because it was amongst in the black community, it's okay for the black community to destroy itself within itself simply because that's just what it, that's what the plan is. The plan is to let us self-destruct ourselves. Let us not achieve anything more than what we can see or visibly touch. Let us not generate love and learn about wealth and be able to understand that the only way that we're going to be able to make it today is that we lay down those issues that we have with one another and we start standing up for one another. That means not just when your brother gets shot in the street and he's shot in front of his child and his wife, you have to be upset about everything that they do to a brother and a sister. You have to put that under your belt and roll with it. I had a brother, Dennis, I was speaking to a little while ago prior. He said that he might tune in. If he does, that would be really cool. He's in New York. He's a brother out there trying to 
make uh, open doors. You know, I've I've spoke to him on many occasions, and he's come to my home. You know, he's about the movement of, you know, generating black folks to get together. But in the sense that we have to have integrity for ourselves and as women, and I speak for a woman, I speak for me as a black woman, that I say, yep, that's one part of me we know. Because I'll speak to you for my native woman, too, and I'll speak to you for my Bahamian woman, too, as well, because that's all that resides within inside me. So I'm speaking from my point of view, is that we have, by media and wrongful situations in these governments and cities, have joined in on the furthering of our black man's image to be torn and to be uh, just forever lost as the kings that they are. And we must stop this. A lot of people understand, they say, well, certain people stick together, certain people are certain races. That's because they don't see the harm and nothing that their people do. They don't, and, and that's not saying that black-on-black crime in the city that no one should tell. I'm not suggesting any snitching going on or any of that. What I'm saying is that it should stop. The killing should stop. There should be no more loss. And that goes for my brown brothers, too. should be no more lives lost to that. Don't you understand? You're doing the work of the man. You're giving your lives without really actually even understanding that's what you're doing. You're giving your life for a world that doesn't give a damn about you and what color you wear. That's real talk. You got to want more. You got to want to reach for more. These young ladies out here, there's more to their lives than them having to walk on a, in a world of nothing but evil. You can take a grab a hold of your people by the hand and accept what their past issues were and start to move from that day forward with integrity and dignity and respect for one another in your speaking, in your acknowledgement, in everything that you do. You must retrain your thoughts about the black man and the black woman. You must retrain your thoughts today. It takes a lot to forgive. It takes a lot to move forward. But when you don't, the scar that you leave on all of these generations of children, it's going to be the same repetitious shit, night after night, second after second, because if you can't lay it down, then you can't even expect the ones coming behind you to lay it down. It takes full responsibility. The truth, when I said it hurts, it does. It does. You have to take responsibility for not just wanting to be a cool parent 
you wanting to be a decent parent, not wanting to be a controlling parent with no borders, nothing but giving the child money or not paying even attention to the children. I I asked that if there was a sound of community within itself, then there would be friends and homies who would stand by to watch your children while you're at work. In a world that we are so strong and so dominant and so powerful that we can't even see the sky for the trees. You can say all day long about how black man has created all these things and done all these things, but when are you going to put it to use? When are you going to use those things that you have learned and create your own. When will black man and black woman, when I say I mean both, when will they come to terms? With they will never have that financial wealth as long as they fight amongst each other over money. Money that is not even truly yours. Dennis made a comment to me tonight and he said about school, and education. I've had to really bow down on this one and say, oh my God, I mean, that's all my family drives me to be. You know, I've been taking care of business since a little girl. Knowing how to take care of business was how I was prone to be. So when I went crazy, I'm crazy here today, but I know how to take this tomorrow. That's me. What I do do is I look at with the power of the people around me and I say, we can heal ourselves. We can heal our sores. We can close up those wounds. But we have to start from day one. And that means being honest and taking full responsibility for myself and my actions are the most important things in my life. With my children, that's the same thing. I expect for them to grow up and be the same way. I can say that I'm blessed with my children simply because that they followed everything that I told them to do. And I was more so not always a direct and right, proper mama. I even flipped off the ball a few times, and they still gave me that respect. You are not being a child's friend by allowing them to do the things that you think are cool. You have to prone them to be more thoughtful about their direction that they're going in within your family, within your community. You have to change. When they talk about upgrading schools and so forth, I say, yes, you know, we'd like to start some entrepreneur schools going on. We'd like to start young people from having a little, let's start with morale building. From the tummy on out to the floor, rolling up from toddler on up to finishing out and taking over the family's business. That's the scary of it. Changing your mentality to say, I don't have to take, they don't have to go to school to get an education to work for someone else when I have something for them to do. Let's build our own. That's how it starts. 
It doesn't start by people going to school or, you know, people playing basketball or singing and dancing. It just doesn't, it doesn't always happen like that for a lot of people. You know, and that's all of my other people out here. I, I'm I'm pretty much all over the country, but I'm not mainstream, let's say. Let's say mainstream, you have to sell a little soul to be a, a pawn. So, you know, I ain't sold my soul yet. And I still have a soul that I'm trying to get everyone to understand and to feel and to come in contact with and understand how that spirit of we need to be free within ourselves and not blame anyone else for our mistakes and take individual responsibility for the things and actions that we have done. That's simply what it is. There's nothing any bigger or better. We have to lay down the blame. We have to start upholding our sisters and brothers in the sense of there's nothing bad that anyone could say about you. If they do, they better get the hell away from me. That type of approach. But you got to understand, if you're in a crowd of people and everybody is pointing out that one person and then there's no one in the crowd except for the one person who says that they didn't do anything and the rest of the crowd is pointing saying they did and you're part of that crowd, you got to understand you're a part of the problem. And you understand what I'm saying? If you're not siding with that one brother there or sister there, then you're on the wrong team. There should be nothing, even with the fact of women being upset about other women fitting into the shoes, white women, black, whatever the case may be, other nationalities and so forth, you need to get past it. Oh, I hear it a lot. I got a couple of friends. Don't even play with me. I ain't making this shit up. Stop it. Bottom line is, are you going to do what it takes to be able to get that man that you see with that white woman or whatever nationality woman that is? You're going to do what she does? Let's keep it 100, my sisters. I'm talking about sisters. I know you know who I'm talking to. You're not going to do it. For one, you're too caught up in your own self to do all that. Because, you know, maybe you're not as fortunate, too, as the white sister or Latino sister. You might not be as fortunate as she to have money to be able to do and hang out and do all that fun stuff with the black man that you can because you've got to bust your butt <laughs> working a job. So don't do that. Let it go. Take a breath. We have to let that down, hey, whatever works and floats your boat. When you find someone out there and someone's going to do it for you, being a man, you go with it. You de- you deserve that. Let them deserve who that they choose to. But at the forefront, let's get together. Let's stop disrespecting each other. Let's stop talking bad about one another. And let's stop pointing the fingers. And also, too, let's take half responsibility for bringing children in the world today. That's from starting today. Let's say, okay, if I lay down with you, this is half and half. So it's not going to be a, you got to take all of it, and now we're just going to run on over here. Broken homes and broken families are not what it's all about. Well, just for a condom. Protect yourself. Protect it. Protect it. I'm not telling you to just not make any baby. It's a beautiful thing. But not now, today. 
making babies with no families is not a, a very noble thing to do. If you don't want to be with the person, you don't want to make a child with them either. Just food for thoughts. I'm sending you all out. This is going to be the end of tonight's show. I'm glad to be back. And uh, I feel a little bit more calm and a little bit more peaceful. And also, too, uh, much love out there to uh, everyone who is supporting and uploading archiving shows. It's a beautiful thing. God bless you. And keep you. And tomorrow you start your Monday morning with the idea that you're going to work on you a little bit better. You're going to focus on how you are. Look at the person in the mirror and get that person together and start right there. It's the best thing to do. But all said and done, it's only you you have control over. So if you change your ways today, and you stop viewing people the way you start viewing them and just start viewing yourself, you'll make a great achievement. And you'll be successful. Because that's the only person that we can have control over is ourselves. And on our integrity and content of character matters. And not to be judgmental, but to be uplifting and encouraging to one another. Is where we want to start tomorrow. So... You know, when you wake up in the morning, the first person you see smile. Let's say have a great day. And know that it's a great day and a best day for you to be awake and alive. Just as it is for me to be able to talk to you tonight. So, with that, I'm going to sign off. This is Gina from the Group Theory. Much love to all of you guys. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. At 8. Pacific Standard Time.